Portions of the following program were pre-recorded. AM 570 KLAC, 98.7 KYSR, HD2. Los Angeles. Available anywhere using the iHeartRadio app. AM 570. In LA sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Pete. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney, Rodney Keith. It's available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. All right, let's do it. Fred Rogan and Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports. Today, just one hour. So uh, we're sprinting today to get through all of it. Yes. Hey, let's get started with the Dodgers. Yes. All right, so Craig Sanders tweets the show. Uh, is it just my imagination, or did the Dodgers uh, scattering to make heads or tails of last month of the season with all these roster moves? They're seemingly band-aids on a bigger problem. Lack of offense? Hey, Craig. Die? Yeah, Craig, it's been this way all year long. It's been this way all year long. It's feast or famine. You want them to feast more than famine, but that's been the story. Look at what happened in San Francisco. Okay, they get out of there. They lost two of three. I thought they would take two of three, so that's on me. Uh, Walker Bueller had a really bad outing. It's going to happen occasionally. It also speaks to last week when we were talking about if the Dodgers were in a playoff game, Rodney, who would pitch? I said Scherzer immediately. And then people attacked me and said, no, it's going to be Bueller. No, it's going to be Scherzer. Scherzer's going to pitch. Scherzer is the ace. That's why he's here. That's why he's getting paid. Walker Bueller is terrific. He just had a bad outing. It happens. You would hope it wouldn't have happened then. But on the other hand, if it was going to happen, better it happened then. He had a bad outing. Don't panic. Don't overreact. They weren't swept. There's still a game back. I say everything is fine, Rodney. <laughs> yeah, everything everything is fine. Did you watch the game yesterday, anybody? Did you see Max Scherzer pitch? You see him strike out 13? I mean, uh, look, everything's fine, as you said, Fred. Anything, anybody saying anything about the trade deadline other than the Dodgers beat the world in the trade deadline and they, uh, because they got Scherzer and Turner, uh, you're being ridiculous. The, the hitting woes have been there all season long for guys being in and out of the lineup and uh, and, and being hurt. And, and you know, Max Muncy finally decided to cool off in that San Francisco series, which he's been hot uh, leading up until then. Um, but Corey Seager, as I keep saying, man, he just keeps delivering, delivering, delivering. And again, we talk about who's going to start, Fred, and I, and I got to throw this out here because we keep talking about who's going to start that one game if you have to play it. And yes, uh, you know, we saw Bueller be dominant in, in years past, and he did the one game that they had to play the 162 a 163 game, he did that. He was the guy, and he was the ace in the playoffs starting off. But Scherzer's on a, you know, he's a guy that's a proven veteran who's pitching. And you got to go with the hot hand, Fred. You got to go with the guy who's unhittable right now, and that's Max Scherzer. But another guy that's unhittable that doesn't get any credit is Julio Urias. I mean, he's leading the league in wins, and nobody talks about him. Very quietly. Nobody talks about him in the Cy Young conversation. Nobody talks about him. Oh, who should the Dodgers start against this? Who's your ace? 
nobody mentions his name. It's just like he's an afterthought, yet he is having an incredible season, and he has been unhittable pretty much all season long. You would have hoped in the bullpen games where the Dodgers played in San Francisco, they would have they'd have beat them. You would have yeah. hoped in the bullpen games they would have taken those two. Uh, no, no, and here's why. I think a big part of it again, and listen, in that last game in San Francisco, they had the bases loaded a couple of times. They couldn't move anybody across. I got to tell you, though, and maybe it's just me, and I don't mean to harp on it, Rodney. I, I think you've got to find a guy that can hit besides Cody Bellinger. I, I now, now it's just luck if he gets a hit. Spraying the ball, getting a single occasionally, and people giving him a standing ovation. No, he's still hitting like a buck seventy something. Uh, the problem is uh, AJ Pollock, right? Oh, that's the problem. How yeah. devastating was that? Yeah, yeah. And that's two to three weeks. Yeah, so that's that's the real problem because I don't think he would have been in there really going forward. I think he he would have saw some spot duties, some pinch hitting duties, but now with AJ down, um, it, it's 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 going to be hard gonna be hard you know it's almost it almost reminds me of that uh, those year or two where uh austin barnes was struggling at the plate but yet he was such a great defensive catcher that you couldn't take him out of the lineup and you know it got to that eighth spot and you're like "Ooh!" if he got a hit it was like oh great 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 but anything else was you know you really didn't expect it and unfortunately that's kind of where Cody is right now in this situation it happens you know and i know you can't compare to other guys going through slumps i mean we had this issue remember uh, not too long ago aj pollock in the playoffs i think he struck out 15 straight times or something like at the plate was just struggling but this has been as you mentioned fred this has been ongoing for about a year now with cody over maybe over a year that he has kind of struggled since that all that MVP season or the second half of it. So, you know, I, I yeah, I, I don't know if they can afford just to kind of waste at bats going forward. Is this uh, an insane thought? Why not bring up Matt Beatty? Now, he can't play defense as well as Cody, but could he hit any worse? Beatty we, has been able to hit in the past. Why not try that? Well, I, I think that they're hoping, which it feels like it's coming maybe, um, the San Francisco uh, two losses aside, that the offense is starting to come together, that guys are starting to play together. Even though Mookie didn't have a great series, I think he, he'll be back. Uh, Muncie will get it back going again. Corey Seager is still hot. Um Chris Taylor's Chris Taylor hit the home run the other day. I mean, he's, he's hot. Um, Trey Turner's going to do his thing. Justin Turner's going to do his thing. I think they feel like we've got enough offense in this lineup that we can withstand a, a poor Cody at the plate because he's going to give us great defense in, in a lot of different ways. And, and, and that doesn't sh always show up on the scorecard when a guy's at third base and he decides not to run and test that arm of Cody in center field. That's a big deal. When a guy doesn't take third base on a base hit maybe in the gap from first because Cody Bellinger's in center field, that's a big deal. So if the offense does what it's supposed to do, they can withstand that and then maybe hope for a hit occasionally from Cody. Uh, they hit you well yesterday. Yeah. 
They look good in St. Louis. I was surprised. So was I. Getting, you know, coming off that loss in San Francisco, having to get on the plane, get there at 3 a.m., and then go play a day game um, where you know. And it's not like the Dodgers are the Cincinnati Reds, and no offense to Cincinnati Reds, but it's not like the Dodgers can go in and and just kind of, you know, sneak in town. When the Dodgers come to town, everybody comes out. And usually they're going to get the other team's best. You get a little extra oomph when teams play the Dodgers. This is like in any other sport. When teams play the Lakers, Lakers can be playing in Cleveland. And it's different for Cleveland players and Cleveland fans when the Lakers come to town as opposed to the Phoenix Suns coming to town. And it's the same thing for the Dodgers. So they had to fly and go and get ready to play. A good St. Louis team who's fighting for their playoff berth. Um, and they and they dominated day one. Hopefully they can do that again today. Yeah. Uh, like I said, there's uh, there's no panic and there's nothing to be worried about here. You've got 24 right. games to go. No panic. No panic. Uh, Giants did win yesterday, big. And let's let's be clear. You know, we we started this whole season of the Giants not going to be here. We switched our tune quick. They are here. They came after the All Star break. Let's just. It's not going to be a runaway win of the West this year. It's going to come down to the last week of the season, probably, because it's the it's the way it's been all season long, and the Dodgers just stay in striking distance and and pounce and win the games when they should, then it'll be okay. But but this oh right now twenty four games left, we need to be three games up or we need to be. It's not going to happen. It's going to be back and forth the rest of the season. Yeah, I I still feel great though, and I wanted to point that out as we get started today, even after what happened in San Francisco, uh, still got a ways to go here. Simmer down, settle down. Don't start saying, well, they should have done this at the trade deadline. No, they should have done that. You know what? They did exactly what they were supposed to do. Now let the guys play. Although in San Francisco the other night, I wish I had not seen Will Smith at first base. That was a bit concerning. When we had Will Smith, yeah. And Trey Turner made a high throw. And if Will Smith had been three. He made a bad throw. Let's be clear. High throw. That was a bad throw. High high bad throw. (laughs) And if, in fact, Will Smith had been three inches taller, Dodgers would have won the game. Of course. That's all. Right. Sure, you might say, well, why was no, Justin they Turner still, there? They would have just got out of that inning. They wouldn't necessarily won the game, Fred. That didn't, you know, he well, makes the play. doesn't mean they win. You know, in the story I'm writing, they would have won. Okay. In all the right. story I'm writing, they would have won that game. Oh, they got to go hit. Who, who, how they, that, they have to write that scenario, too. Yeah, everybody would have hit that inning. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Unlike the other ones, everybody would have hit that. <laughs> okay. I like your stories. They're very positive, Freddie. Yeah. Anyway, relax. Just relax. Let everybody do what they're supposed to do now. Let these guys play. Let San Francisco play. You know, you take it one at a time. I think the Dodgers, I still believe they're going to win the division, Rodney. So, you know, yes. whether they win it in the next two days or in the next two weeks, I think they're going to win the division. Just relax. It's okay. There's no reason to start picking everything apart. It's been a miraculous year. They've, they're where they're supposed to be. It's just one team is actually playing a tad bit better. But the Dodgers are exactly where they're supposed to be. So, easy. Now, and one thing, though, you look at that series real quick. The, yeah, the San, San Francisco series. And, and you know, the... the because the way it turns out, it looks like whoever wins the division and then goes on to win that, they're going to play each other again, right? 
So the Giants are going to play the Dodgers. Yep. And I'm taking the Dodgers all day long in a seven-game series. I'm just looking at that three-game series and who they trotted out there. They're not going to get away with the bullpen, two bullpen games against the Dodgers in a seven-game series like they did in those games. But to be fair, then Cueto should be back. Alex Wood should be back. Should be. How, how old is Johnny Cueto? Should 70? Be. 78. 78, right. Yes. Yeah. I can't believe that guy's still pitching. Yeah. What, Kevin? Johnny Cueto's oh. younger than Max Scherzer. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's 34, yeah. 35. Yeah, I've been around yeah, that long. Fred. You've got to be kidding me. No. Yeah, Fred. Johnny Cueto is younger than Max Scherzer? Scherzer's 37, right? Right. Yes. February 15th of 86. 35 years old is Johnny Cueto. Jesus. He's been living hard. I'll tell you that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> What in the world? <laughs> I'm just saying. Good Lord. <laughs> All right. Doesn't look like he's 70, Fred. Don't you like a, he looks like an old man out there to you? Yeah. I know what you mean, Fred. I went to that, like you said. <laughs> he said. He said in the tease, I went to the game. I went to the game, Freddie, and there was, you know, you run into people with a bunch of people. <laughs> hey, good to see you. We, we were in school together. I said, we were. <laughs> <laughs> we were. <laughs> we in medical double grad school. <laughs> it's a little long in the tooth, man, to be in school with me. <laughs> Pops. <laughs> what, for, what, what did you teach? What professor were you? <laughs> we were in school. <laughs> no, no, we were in the same class. We were. Oh, my God. <laughs> I told you. Oh, my God. When I went to my first class reunion in high school, only went to two. The first one I went to, a guy walks up to me. He had no hair, no teeth. And I went, man, you look great. <laughs> my God. What have you been doing with yourself? How you doing, Fred? I'm Bobby's younger brother. <laughs> So you were at the USC game Saturday. They win. That's yes. good news. Yeah. I, and maybe you should look at it like this. A win is a win and we'll take it. But yeah. it wasn't an impressive win. No. No, it wasn't. It was blah like the crowd was blah. Was, we got nothing to cheer for. And then and, and I don't know if it was Labor Day weekend and – you know, a lot of folks were away, but I, I was expecting a bigger crowd, just knowing that it was first time fans could be back to see the guys play. A lot of anticipation for for USC, and it wasn't. It was a you know kind of a lazy, lackluster crowd. But but it was evident of indicative actually of how the team played. It was just offensively they did not look good. They didn't look sharp. Um, and I want. I mean, look. I know it's San Jose State, and just the name sounds like OSC oh, should trounce them. But they, they were a good team last year, and they're they are a good team. Um, don't don't get fooled. But you know they're not Alabama. Don't get me wrong. But they are a good football team. And in an opening day, sometimes a veteran good team can 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 stump you a little bit. And SC was stumped. I don't know. I don't want to say they were overconfident. They should have won. They won the game um, because they're better overall. But they got to play a lot better than what they did against San Jose State to stack up to 
some of the other teams around the around the pack. But a lot of teams in the pack struggled this past weekend. Can you put your finger on it? You were there. Um, no, I, you know, first of all, I think defensively they played well. I think defensively there was some a lot of bright spots, bright spots on on defense. The secondary looked much better. Um, the defensive line uh, got a lot of pressure on the quarterback. I think Corey Foreman is, is going to be a beast for for USC. Um, uh, so I, I think defensively they'll be okay. I, I and I and I think Slovis will settle down and be okay. They've got to find, you know, they've got to have um, or at least get their running game going a little bit better. Um, but I think they'll be okay going forward. I, I don't I don't see any major issues other than it was first game and it was kind of blah and, and they weren't sharp. And that, that could be a variety of different reasons, but I think they have the talent to be pretty good. How was the crowd? Very, very average. Okay. Wasn't a lot of people there. I don't know. I don't know what the attendance said it was, but it was a lot of a lot of empty seats. Um, but the the people that were there were very very excited to be there and be back in the stadium. Uh, but I will tell you that the the student section was was rowdy and crazy. That was that was fun. They they drowned out everybody. But um, overall, it was a good experience. It was good to be back. Uh, uh, but I would say, yeah, it was the impressive win happened in. In Pasadena, not not at the Coliseum. Yeah, because really, uh, I, the reason I asked you about the attendance was because, you know, in the NFL, as a guy that played, you know how this goes, uh, owners walk into those stadiums, yeah, and there are fewer and fewer fans. That's when you have a coaching change, always. When the fans don't show up, that's when they make a coaching change. And you got to believe that Clay Helton, every year this poor guy's on the hot seat. Every year he's fired, and he's yeah. still there. Right, yeah. he, he keeps coming back, but he's fired every year. If you look around, that was not an impressive start, a win, take it, but not an impressive start, and you look around, and even after a year of no fans, this year when the fans can come back, not a great crowd, that's something to keep an eye on. Yeah, no, no, it is. And I think that we'll get a real test or sense of, of where the attitude and atmosphere is this coming weekend when SC plays Stanford and they play them Saturday night at home. Um, it's a big day. It's, it's September 11th. There's going to be a little, you know, tribute, obviously 20 year history of September 11th, but it'll be at the Coliseum against Stanford, a, a you know, a well-known rival from the North, although they're not very good this year. Yeah. Kansas we'll State get, beat them. Yeah. We'll, we'll get a sense though from, from the crowd of just, okay, it's, it's not labor day. Now we're really in the football season. Let's see what kind of crowd shows up. Okay, um, so Clay Helton, we'll see how the crowds go. We'll see how USC does. On the other hand, Chip Kelly, another guy in the hot seat, and that was, in college football, the biggest win of the weekend in the market. UCLA beating Ed Orgeron in LSU. Was it as good a win as people say it was? Yes. Yes. Um, now, obviously, when... The season is over, and we look up at the respective record. There, there will people will voice their opinion about, oh wait, see that they weren't very good, or they were very good, and that was a big one. Right now, I think coming into the season, as you mentioned, Odron on the hot seat. Last year, give him a pass because he lost all those NFL guys. This year, he still has some talent on that football team. They are a good football team. They do play in the SEC. 
the fact that it was a Pac-12 versus an SEC powerhouse school in LSU and UCLA thumped them. They didn't beat them. They thumped them, really. Um, and to me, UCLA was the faster team on the field. That, would, to me, was, was more impressive. There's a lot of times, you, you know, the, the, the powerhouses down there have, have caught the gap on the West Coast schools in terms of speed. The Alabamas have got speed guys there now, too. LSU, when they won the title, those speedy receivers and running backs and defensive backs. But uh, on Saturday night, UCLA was the faster team on the field. They were the more aggressive team on the field. Their defense looked better. Um, they dominated that game start to finish. And UCLA's quarterback, if he can avoid mistakes, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, he, he can be special. He can be special and give a lot of teams a lot of problems. And, and he, he, you felt like he, he really grew up <clears throat> in that game. He really grew up and, and understood that was his signature win, too as a quarterback being there for a number of years for both him and chip kelly it was a huge huge victory for ucla maybe for chip kelly it's never too late because when he signed on with the bruins the feeling was in westwood and i think in los angeles uh oh now they've got chip kelly everybody better watch out this is serious yeah. now they just went out and spent some money and signed chip kelly and they're serious about winning and it has not been good to this point it's been fine Nothing special. But that wins Saturday. Now the question becomes, can they build on it? They're 2-0. and Do they have the ability to build on it? Can they keep going? Because if they can, if they can, and it speaks to the Laker-Clipper saga and dilemma, you yeah. know, it's bad for the Clippers if the Lakers win. Just is. Not so bad for the Lakers, but it's bad for the Clippers if the Lakers win. Yeah. It's bad for Clay Helton. If UCLA has a better season than he does, it's bad for him because then Chip Kelly will, and it took a while, have planted his flag. People will be excited about the Bruins. You'll look at the attendance at the Coliseum, and if they're not drawing, I don't think that Mike Bone will have any choice but to pull the trigger this go-round. Yeah, I mean, you may be right. It, it, it really is going to dictate. If UCLA continues to roll like they are and the momentum starts with them you know obviously it'll come down to when they play each other but you know it could be decided before that happens if 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 one team is struggling or has some losses and it won't look good to your point it won't look good if ucla is having a better year than usc because that'll be the narrative throughout the whole season so usc at at very least has to keep pace with ucla uh, there was an incident before the game at the Rose Bowl Saturday when Ed Orgeron was walking in, and longtime Bruin fan Dave Witzling was there. Now, Dave uh, spoke to Coach Orgeron some years ago when Coach O was at USC. He had made a comment prior to the game against UCLA. Uh, UCLA won the game, and uh, Coach O did not get the job, which some consider a mistake, by the way, Rodney, to be fair. Yes. Yeah, yes. some think he should have got that job at USC. Right. Anyway, this is how it played out. So, uh, Witzling remembered that comment that Ed Orgeron had made and shared that comment with him as he was walking into the Rose Bowl on Saturday. And that is where Ed Orgeron announced about the sissy blue shirts. Now, this was recorded. 
We've heard the sound. When we come back, we'll welcome on Dave Witzling, the man that lit the powder keg. Man, that was annoying. Over the years, the Cardinals have been a thorn in the Dodgers' side. The city of St. Louis has gone back to the well, Rodney. That gets tiring. So annoying. Now locked in a dead heat for the NL West, the Dodgers need every win they can get. A home run for Trey Turner, and the Dodgers take a one to nothing lead. Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck kicks off at 3.30. Hear all the action. Oh, hell, that's special. On AM570 LA Sports and streaming on the iHeartRadio app. Thanks for joining us on your ride. Thank you very much. Yes. Speaking of which, traffic. How do you know the way I feel? You got me losing my mind. Oh, oh yeah. Rodney Pete, Fred Rogan. Try to suppress my on up. It's a Tuesday because we just had Labor Day. That's right. Yeah, it's a Tuesday, Fred. Okay. Well, aside from UCLA winning the game against LSU, story before the game. Ed Orgeron, the coach of LSU, was walking in, and Dave Witzling got him to say, stop wearing those sissy blue shirts. Longtime UCLA fan. So now let's get the story and welcome Dave on. Dave, thanks for being here. Oh, well, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. What a funny story in your sissy blue shirt. Why don't you tell oh, the story, please? Well, the, the sissy blue shirt is actually black, but uh, but sissy blue refers to uh, Bruin Nation, and uh, um, you know it uh, uh, it all started. I uh, we me and my family we uh, came out to the Rose Bowl early. We had uh, the opportunity to uh, hold the flag, and uh, we had to uh, do a rehearsal, um, and uh, we wanted to stay and watch uh, LSU's. Uh, entrance into the stadium, and uh, um, uh, Coach Orgeron was uh, surrounded by some uh, Louisiana State troopers, and I wanted to remind him of you know what he had said to us back in 2013, and uh, uh, so you know I said what my uh, what I said. My my wife was trying to tell me not to say anything, but uh, but you know I had to as a, as a good Bruin. And uh, and it seemed like he he wanted to to fight me uh, there and there, but uh, I have nothing but you know great respect for Coach uh, Orgeron and the LSU program. But uh, matter of a, the fact is that he's um, Coach O and two against the uh, the Bruins, and, and that's the most important part. But uh, it's a great program. I you know I was just so excited. My family was excited. Bruin Nation was excited to have them come into the Rose Bowl and. I had the opportunity to to tell him and and remind him of uh, of you know uh, his uh, that that day in 2013. Right. A couple days later, he was axed, and and the rest is history. Uh, David, uh, Rodney, Pete here. Fight on, just to you right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> that to you, just to, well, just well, no. You know. I mean, uh, you know, you 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 guys are are, are a very strong program. And, uh, you know, we, uh, it's our time, um, you know, coach. Wait, uh, wait, 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 hold on. Oh, here we go. This will be good <laughs> now. Now it's going on. Hold on. Hold on. Well, well, is that what we're going to do? Is that what we're going to do, David? David, is that what we're going to do? We're going to, we're going to, we're going to erect statues now. We're going to, we're going to, then we want to, we want to shut down the season now because, uh, and declare you guys champion at 2-0. and I mean, is that what we're doing right now? I mean, uh, granted, it was a big win for UCLA and I'm giving you props but but slow down it's a it's uh as our good friend that we have on this show very often 
always reminds us it's a football season, not a football week. Nothing to do with the season. We're okay. Bruins. It has nothing to do with okay. me. So it's, Coach O said. Coach O told Let's not get into the we're back blue. yet. I mean, it's good. It's a good win. It's a big win. But let me ask you <laughs> no, this, no, no. David. Let me ask you this. Do you make it a habit of of uh, poking the bear or going up to to people on the other side and kind of taunting them? You, you said he was going to lock him, didn't he? And 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 we 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 pretty much uh, locked him out. Locked him out of uh, SE. Yeah, but you approached him is what I'm what I'm asking. Oh, I I just uh, you know I I uh, you know wished him a, a warm hello and uh, no you didn't simply, no you didn't let's be honest what you do what you say how he was doing and I told him we're gonna lock the gates um he told us you know he said he was gonna lock the gates for us he didn't tell you directly what I'm saying is medicine. you 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 went right at him to kind of stir the stir it up correct. No. I was as polite as can be. This uh, coaches uh, go through. I didn't scream at him. I didn't yell at him. I didn't say anything profane. I didn't say ass. I mean, it was a friendly reminder, of course. As a okay. Now, were you offended when he came back at you like that or said something to you? Because it kind of got out that it was kind of went viral, I guess. No, I mean, I, I had no idea. I was driving. Uh, we were driving back. My wife was driving. I was uh, looking at Twitter, just you know, trying to catch up on all the fun moments of the game, and uh, and then I I saw this, and I was like, I didn't even know that this was someone else who was taking it. But you know, the most important part, it's uh, you know, the the Bruins had a lot of fun with it. You you have a, a an athletic department that's innovative, fast acting. I mean, you know, they they changed their handle. They did a get the gat dance with the with Coach O immediately. I mean, they had fun with it. They embraced it. Um, Bruin Nation embraced it, and and that's really the most important part. I mean, you now, know, David, wait a minute, we, good we, David, we David, 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 yes. David, hold on, yes, yes, stop, sir. crown him. Yes, you want to crown him? Let's crown him right now, stop, Fred. David. I mean, yes, all right. So here's the bottom line. I didn't go to USC and I didn't go to UCLA. So I didn't go to either one. Rodney obviously played at USC. David, this is a little much, David. It's a little much here. I I mean, I'm listening to everything as an impartial observer. A little much to crown UCLA. You're talking about... I'm I'm not crowning them. They're the best in the country. They're the most innovative. Let's be honest. They've been complete garbage. So they won a game against LSU. Got to slow down a little bit. Got to slow down, Dave. Slow down a little bit. Bamboo takes... Bamboo, you water bamboo year after year. It, it, it takes a long time to grow. Yeah, David, but, but the problem, David, the problem is, David, the problem is you've been watering so much, now we have a drought. We're out of water. I don't think so. These are fine student athletes. These are amazing people. Right. These are, these are, these are people you can be proud of. These are students you yeah, embrace. Dave, Dave, let me they, ask you a question. They are putting Dave. their heart and soul. They have graduated no, Dave, from Dave. college. I know, they Dave, I know. Dave. They graduated from some of the Dave, best universities. Dave, I got it. Dave, listen. Please. Dave. <laughs> oh, my so, goodness. wait a minute. God if, forbid they start 5-0. and If they don't win on Saturday, we're not even having this conversation, are we? They won it one it game. doesn't matter win or lose. The bamboo has been watered, and it will sprout. And okay. it's not about this win or David. loss. The David. Bruins are there, David. and the Bruins... David. Have always been there. Okay. Were you singing the, uh, Coach Kelly's praises after last season, like you are right now? Patience. No, you didn't say I, that. I, last I, year, I, David. I watched the process. 
David, you I've been in practice. David, you, uh, I've David. watched at Wasserman okay. Center. Right, I David. see what these. I see what these. They were very close all last season. Yeah, but you didn't. It's you weren't singing. I mean, you weren't singing his praises last year, were you, David? You weren't going. I'm to... not seeing them now. I'm not singing them. I was. I was insulted, but it wasn't me. Bruin Nation was insulted. We're not sissy blue. We're Bruin blue. Okay. Well, that. You know what? There's no better way to wrap it up than that. You're blue and blue. Well, well, you and know, Bruins all the way what through. Is, what? Sissyblue.com. I just, I just started that last night. hundred oh percent of the proceeds will go to the UCLA football program. This is a great opportunity to take advantage of the NIL for UCLA student athletes. One hundred percent. Right oh, now, it consists sissyblue.com of a contact form. Um, anybody who's interested in buying a shirt. 100%, you know, this was an idea. I put the trademark website yesterday uh, for the sole 100% benefit of these student athletes that make their mothers proud. And uh, sissyblue.com, uh, Sissy if, uh, if you're interested, uh, it's something that's <laughs> in right. the process, so it has to work hey. out. But, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it's for, for our Bruins. Go right. Bruins. Hey. Thank hey. you. Pleasure. Hope, hope to speak to you at the end of the season. Hope you don't we make fun so of anything. Too. Uh, we 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 are sincere. What's that? What's that site here. again, David? David, what's that site again? Again, tell me again. Sissyblue.com. That's what I thought. Okay, David, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right. All right. Pleasure. Yeah. Okay. So there Go goes uh, <laughs> David Whistling. When, when when I got when you got Chris Paul giving you an alley oop, man. You when you got you got to dunk it, right? Yeah, you do. I mean, yeah. come on. Sissyblue.com. Well, look, I, I give him credit for trying yes. to be uh, inventive. Are you trying yes. to take the insult and flip it on its head? I, I guess I understand the concept. Right? Yeah. yeah. I give him credit. Yeah. yeah. Trying to, to be inventive here. Although I don't know if I would have named anything Sissyblue.com. No. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And Dave's very, yeah. pa- very passionate about the Bruins, Rodney. Right. Very, and you know the great thing about UCLA, and don't be offended. Boy. Don't, no, this, no. You've got to hear the, it. You're going to have to. Don't be offended? You're going to have to hear no, this. No. No, you've got to no, hear this. Because USC fans are going to be playing this this excerpt from this radio interview for the next six months. <laughs> no, you, you can't be offended by it's this. It's just very clear about the two schools and the philosophies. Yeah, right? here's just, the deal. It's very evident on that interview right there. Now, here's the deal. You know the. No offense. I, I, I like UCLA. The, no, listen, you you just have to acknowledge this. Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. Unlike any college in America, any school, my sons and two of my sons are in college. They're garbage. Those colleges are garbage. You want to know why? Because if you go to UCLA, you graduate as a good man. Good men graduate from UCLA. You heard David. Yeah. You're going to have to take that, Rodney. You're going to have to take it. You're going to have to eat it. You're going to have to wear it. You went to USC. You're not a good man. <laughs> no. Not a good man. They graduate good men from UCLA. They're the most innovative. Oh, yeah. Most creative. Sissy Blue. Yeah. 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 And Fred, yeah, you might have to hit that drop because to, to dissect that into the broader discussion, we don't have enough time. We don't have enough time. <laughs> See, it wasn't such a bad idea, was it? No, it wasn't. It wasn't such a bad I was idea. on you. I was on you. I was on you. <laughs> Rodney goes, why are we but, doing this guy? It wasn't such a bad idea. A, hey, that turns into play the hits, Fred. Play the hits. You know what? It was entertaining. <laughs> <laughs>
Yes. Okay. Mary. Maybe not for UCLA fans, <laughs> but, but it was for us. Uh, speaking of entertainment, we need spirituality, so we're only yes, in for an do. hour, and we're going to have it next. Bringing you LA's best sports talk weekdays, noon to three. Bogan and Rodney. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, go, Freddie. Let's go. Only an hour today. Quickly, let's tell you, Corey Knable will start for the Dodgers tonight. It's a bullpen game. They just announced he is going to start. Your world champion Dodgers take on the cards this afternoon at 445. You'll catch it right here on AM570 LA Sports. Dodger fans, treat yourself to Chef Marito's salt chili limon seasoning. It's filled with bold chilies and citrus tone that makes your michelada or watermelon spicy. Get yours at Food for Less today. Also, quickly, Rodney, uh, Angelo, one of my producers at Channel 4. Yes. He uh, texted me. Uh-huh. After we went to break, as we completed our conversation with David. Yes. And he thinks we should bring him on after every UCLA game. (laughs) (laughs) Just breaking it down? Yeah, just have him come on after every game and he can break it down for us. What do you think of that idea? (laughs) It might get painful, but... Funny, some of the people on Twitter said the same thing. Yes. That tweeted the show. But David, thank you. And thank you for uh, being so accommodating with your time today. Okay, before we get out of here, we need some spirituality. Let's just get to it. Here he is, Vic the Brick, with a daily haiku at 2 at 1251. Hello, Vic. Good afternoon, Fred. Hi, Vic. Welcome back, everybody, from the Labor Day weekend. Good afternoon, Rodney, Pete, and congratulations on the SC grind-out victory over San Jose State. You said it, Vic. Grind-out is right. Mm. Being kind. Yeah. He's the executive producer of the Rogan and Rodney Show, please. He's multi-skilled. He's relentless. He's Kevin Figures, everybody. Oh, come on now. Mm-hmm. On the ones and the twos and the threes and the fours, every audio nuance you hear is from you know who. It's Ronnie Fascio. The clarity and spirituality from VTB. Oh, thank you, Ronnie. Again, we're back from Labor Day weekend. Sensational yeah. football weekend. As we predicted early last week, UCLA would spring the upset of the LSU Tigers and Eddie Ogeron. You said it, Vic. You, you called, said it. It, yeah, Vic. You you called it. it. Thank you, fellas. Yep. Plasky and myself were one of the early uh, Bruin bandwagoners. And then the rest of the nation kind of picked up on it. But they, like you say, Rodney, they were quicker, they were faster, they were stronger off the ball. It was, uh, it was really one-sided. The greatest yep. Pac-12 victory in... I would say six years since since Oregon beat Florida State in that playoff game. Remember the semifinal game with Chip Kelly at the, at the helm of the Oregon Ducks. Remember that? And Marcus Mariota, yeah, yeah. That was a great. So that's the greatest Pac-12 victory in six years. I must say, I don't think I'm overestimating that victory. Was, I mean, this, was they that were national be, champions, that, the Bayou Bengals, just a couple years that, ago. Anyway, was that before the or after the Sam Darnold Rose Bowl against Penn State? Ooh, good question. 
My mind's a blur. But then it usually is on 25 milligrams of pet prednisone. You know? <laughs> hey, who wrote that? Everyone, everyone get medicated. Yeah, that, that's the call there, Vic. Everybody get medicated. Happy New Year, everybody. It's not the New Year, Vic. All our Jewish listeners. Oh, well, that it is. Yes. L'chaim to life. Shana Tova, Vic. Shana Tova. And much nachas in the New Year to everyone. Yes. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you, everybody. By the way, to answer your question there, Rodney, it was before. Sam Darnold. And that was actually Mark Helfrich's first, uh, second year. Chip had already left for the Eagles by then. But he built it. We know that. We can acknowledge that. Built the program, yes. Shout out to Cedric Sabalos, our friend Cedric said. Yes. Yes. He's he's contacted COVID. He's been on the ICU unit for 10 days. We're sending our love to Cedric Sabalos. Cal State Fullerton, of course, wonderful... Wonderful man, former Laker. He's a warrior. Yep. He's a warrior. Keep, keep love you said. We keep love fight. you said. Keep fighting, yep. man. And congratulations and Mazel Tov to Cardi B and Offset with uh, Miho number number two. Lahaya yeah. to life. Yeah. Baby boy. So congratulations. Offset, of course, Amigos and Cardi B from Cardi B, Inc. I just yes. gave her a corporation, of course. Yeah, I was going to say, include the yeah. Inc. Cardi B, Inc. Cardi B, Inc. So what a wild weekend. Of course, I just want to say one, th- one, one name for the Dodgers and let it all sink in. Vic, you know we're off the air in about two minutes. Max Scherzer. Okay. Is Haiku for you? I don't know. Is, is, he, the, is he the new Cy Young? Uh, cont- uh, has he leapfrogged Walker Bueller? I don't know. I mean, Why are we doing this? I said this earlier in the show, Vic. Why is no one talking about Julio? I, I get it. Scherzer's great. He, he 13 strike. Julio. Julio's been unbelievable. Oh, nobody mentions Julio. I got to give, give Julio, Julio love. some Listen, Yes. We need, we need every one of our aces. Julio. Yeah. We need every one of our aces. And we need Canable today to start. Of course, very special 445 first pitch. AM 570 LA Sports, 330 Tim Cates. Morango Casino Dodgers on deck. This is from Rioto. This lovely summer morn, hushed is the voice of every man. In wonder at the dawn. I'm feeling you! 